Thank you for subscribing to the Extra Mile Podcast. Help us out by leaving a review and a five-star rating wherever you download the show. After leaving a review, slide on into our DMs over on social media at Mississippi D-O-T and let us know. As a thank you, we have compiled a Google Map list of all of our guests' favorite spots to eat on Mississippi highways. It is our gift to you. Seriously, you guys are the best. We could not do the show without you, and we greatly appreciate the support. Remember, drive smart out there on Mississippi highways. That's nearly $2 billion, and that's money that's going to be spent on improving safety, enhancing mobility, and improving economic growth and development in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, and with this historic funding from the legislature, new construction will be popping up all over Mississippi. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast. Men and women of the Department of Transportation are up to the task and up to make sure that we deliver a product that the taxpayers uh, can be proud of. So I'm ready for us to go to work. Welcome in to another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast legislative session presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Deputy Director of Public Affairs, Paul Catool, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Will Kraft. He is the Director of Public Affairs here at the agency, and today we've got a very familiar face. I think she needs theme music for now when she That's comes right. on, such a regular guest. That is, of course, State Senator Jennifer Branning, who represents District 18, that's Leek, Neshoba, Winston Counties, and relevant to us, she is, of course, the Highways and Transportation Chair. Jennifer Branding, always so great to see you. Thank you for joining us today. Um, listen, so it's a long session, four months, uh, very long time, So, and we've already gone through January. Can you kind of give us a little bit of a recap of what's happened so far? So you know we're still very early in the session, and we still have time to draft legislation. So as I was uh, telling Will before we got on the podcast, I still have a stack of bills on my desk that I'm going through. I haven't dropped a lot of my bills because the way I like to operate, I like to get them um, as clean as they can be and all issues, all kinks sort of worked out before they are dropped. So that's how early we are. We don't have an idea of the lay of the land yet until we see what all legislation we have to work with. So we have a lot to do. We have a lot to do. It is a longer session, but we do anticipate that the deadlines may be moved up by a couple of weeks. And I welcome right. that. Yeah. I welcome that. Yeah. Always good. Efficiency. That's right. Yes. Lots of new faces across the street as well. I don't know if, yeah. do we have any new uh, members on? We on do our? have a few new Senate members. And so we're getting to know those members. And I think we have a great group. We have a great group. And uh, my transportation committee has been formed and we have had that initial meeting. And so I'm very pleased with the members there. It's a 19 member committee. So one of the larger committees that we have. Wow. And so we are looking forward to a great year. Everybody wants to be on transportation. Everybody asks for transportation. Everybody, you know, roads, that impacts everybody's district. Everybody wants to know when their projects will get done. I have the same questions, and I'm equally <laughs> as excited about the things in my district getting done. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a great great session for transportation. I'd love to hear it. And yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, a couple of projects that piqued our interest want to mention. Uh, we'll get to those in a second. Just to kind of re revamping their rehashing the, the January recap there. We had a, uh, a hearing on transportation, correct? We did. We did. Lots of good so stuff. So I like to bring in uh, the powers that be, if you will, over transportation to talk to the committee to refresh us on sort of where we are and where we need to head. It helps the members, I think, helps us to do a better job on the committee if we know the lay of the land. We know that the progress that's been made over the last year and Director White came over and did an outstanding job laying out 
for us uh, the status of the, the current status of transportation. So we have a lot of work to do. We are looking, I think at least my main goal, and you've not asked me this yet, but I'll just go right ahead and tell you, the main thing that I'm looking at is identifying an additional stream of revenue for transportation that'll be dedicated, be dedicated because every year, you know, you have to come across the street sure. and say, hey, legislature, we need this much money to get our work done. And we go through the process and we work back and forth and we try to find you some money. But, you know, what, we, what we've got to realize across the street, and Director White has done a great job to try to educate us on this, we've got to understand that with highway construction, you can't wait just a few months prior and realize how much money you're going to have to work with. Sure. You need to plan that stuff out years in advance to be efficient, to be efficient. Now, over time, we have seen the year-to-year -year approach. Well, what does that do? I've seen that cost us money in different communities. I know at least in my community, uh, before I began serving even, there was a couple of projects where maybe we moved forward and the right-of-way was purchased because that's how much money we had at that moment. Well, those projects have sat dormant. Mm -hmm. Nothing has happened. Maybe they got ramped up years and years later. Well, by that time, the rules changed. Additional right-of-way had to be purchased. Maybe utilities that were relocated had to be reworked in some fashion. So you can see how money was not spent as efficiently as we would right. like to see. So what I want to do is put us in a position where we can plan long-term. We can make the tax dollar stretch a little further. And MDOT's hands are untied, and you're able to go to work and do what you need to do for the people of Mississippi. Yeah, I love all that. That's for sure. <laughs> That's excellent. I know, it, I know it's early, but any kind of ideas being tossed around of – how, uh, how we're going to go about and accomplishing that. Sure. Well, the, the one source that I've identified with the help of some other folks, we're looking at the use tax dollars. All of those dollars are not diverted. We, we have that money that's, that's coming in, and there's some wiggle room there. And what I would like to do is establish a portion of that. Of course, I, I won't tell you maybe everything I, I'm working on there. Sure. I'm still trying to fine-tune the details, and you'll know soon enough. But you know, to identify a percentage of that to be dedicated for transportation. And, of course, we would break that up in maintenance versus capacity because I think you've got to be real clear on, on those categories, you know. So we, we'll see. But that's that's the source that I've identified to look at, and we're looking at that very seriously. And I, I'll just add to that. It's my understanding, too, that, you know, even what share of that we might could get, that's not taking anything away from the current uh, folks, right? Correct. For use tax. That's right. That's correct. That's we, correct. We wouldn't want to back up on any of the right. established programs that we have. That's right. We right. love it. Um, and along that note, we can keep going uh, legislation-wise. Um, you know, ERBR, uh, an ever-present conversation, but got the new multimodal fund. That's right. Very uh, excited about that. So I do have a bill ready to drop on ERBR. Wonderful. And my anticipation is somewhere around $100 million back into that, that fund. Y'all know I'm a fan. I think MDOT has oh, done yeah. a tremendous job administering that program. I think it's great for the rural communities. So it's been a real game changer for Mississippi infrastructure. Multimodal is a new, not really new program to MDOT, but I think that we, we established a, a new way of administering those funds right. and $30 million went in last year. I'd like to see more of the same. But we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But I'm really excited about the way multimodal can help shape economic development in our state. What we're finding is that we pay attention to all modes of transportation and make sure that there's shovel-ready projects and these, you know, industrial development park sites that we have across the state. It, it allows us to land some of these large projects, and that's oh, yeah. what it's all about, bringing jobs to Mississippi. And, and no shortage of that. Uh, lots of news this session already. You know, big EV project coming in, the, the batteries, I think, is what right. it was. That was right. in Marshall County. There we go. A little one bit of, north. Nice. One of three, I guess, that we've had announced since we've been in session. So. Oh, wow. 
I didn't realize it was three. Yeah, yeah. there was one on, on the coast as well. The Port of Gulfport had oh, an announcement, right. you know, in addition to the Amazon. So a lot of great things happening in our state. So excited. But, you know, we've got to remember that transportation is such a large part of that. So in all of these meetings that I've attended, uh, the briefings on the economic development projects, there's always a line item or some, some source of the, the money going to transportation infrastructure. Sure. So we as a state have to remember that, look, it's a core function of government. We should have a dedicated stream of revenue. That should be one of our priorities, and I believe that it is, but we've just got to find a smart way to fund that. Yeah, so lots of good stuff. That's excellent news, no doubt. So uh, let's talk any other bills related to transportation. Perhaps there's something in the design build realm? That's right. So there is a the bill that I'm also working to drop. It's not been filed yet, but what that does is sort of um, loosens the requirements on the design bill that's current law, and the premise there is to cut some of the red tape, yeah. you know, and make the advertising requirements and so forth a little bit easier to get through, really uh, consistent with the federal level. The federal government, my understanding, is uses this model as well as other states, and I think that puts us at a competitive disadvantage when we have neighboring states that already use this model that's not quite as stringent, doesn't take as long, not quite as efficient. So we, we want to be a part of that. If we can still do that and be transparent, I believe that yeah. we ought to look at it. So it's something that I'm, I've, got, I've got that I'm working on. Forward. And that's my understanding, exactly what you just said, that it would greatly improve kind of the efficiency of moving some of those projects through and uh, even being a little better watchdog on, on the dollar spending of it. So, yeah, uh, all good. Anything um, contentious-wise that we might be looking at that uh, may be fragile coming through? I don't think there would be anything for transportation. Wonderful. Love you that. Know, it's all good we, news. Uh, I think that we are all thankfully pulling in the same direction on transportation-related matters. Very glad. And so it's, a very, it's, it's great. You know, there's other things that we have to address, like PERS. We've got to look at that. We have the, initi the initiative uh, bill that will be coming through that we'll be That's looking right. at. And some other things. You know, I'm working on maybe some youth court matters that will okay. be coming through. So other non-transportation -tra things, but... For transportation, I believe that everything that we see coming through is going to be positive. I don't think anything's controversial. I think that we will need to pay special attention to the details. The devil is always in the details. That's right. So a lot of work to be done. Well, thankfully, we have got your guidance over there, and we're, so, we're very appreciative of everything so far. And, and I'm sure we will continue to be, no Thank doubt you. about it. That's um, the truth. One, one or two more little things before we get to the fun questions, as we like to refer to them. But um, we do have a, a new session year, a uh, new, new term, if you will, four years. How about our districts? Did, did we change up very much? Did your district change very so much? So I, I have the same three counties, being okay. Neshoba, Leak, and Winston counties. I have all of Neshoba County anyway, the entire county. Okay. So in redistricting, my footprint increased a little bit in Winston County and some in Leak County. Okay. So now in Leak County, uh, District 18 now encompasses all, but I believe there are two precincts. They're not oh, in wow. District 18, so just about the entire county. Okay, good stuff. So I was, I was happy with that, for sure. And uh, speaking of the districts, let's drill down. Any uh, any major projects? I know Highway 19 is a, is a big one for you. Yes, Highway 19 in Neshoba County. We're about to move into Phase 2 of that. We were able to secure the additional round of funding for Phase 2 through the three-year plan. It was already kind of worked into NDOT's plan. But so with the additional state dollars that we plugged in, that project is rolling. And so what that means for my very rural county of Neshoba is that we finally have we'll have four-lane access. Yes. So we are one of the mm -hmm. few counties in that area, if not the only county, that has lacked four-lane access you know, forever. And so this is just being a game-changer for our county. It's going to help us as far as uh, 
travel to the Meridian area. This is Highway 19 South between Philadelphia and Meridian. And I know that we'll see a lot of economic development to come from that. So I'm just excited, Absolutely. excited about that. Yeah, that's going to be a great project. I know it's been something that uh, you've been very vocal about wanting to get done for quite some time. Oh, yeah. So be a, a, a very good uh, thing to see it come to fruition, I'm sure. Uh, no doubt. Very happy about it. Yeah. Well, and let's move on right into the, the Fast and Furious with you. We know you're busy, but we do. We have two fun questions that we like to ask before we let you get out of here. Uh, Paul, you want to take the first one there for us? Yeah, sure. So music people, of course, like we've said below, uh, before, before. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> anything uh, anything that you've been listening, any concerts that you've uh, you've attended lately that you want to kind of talk about? So I wish I could say that I had a lot of time for <laughs> extracurricular fun activities I don't I work way more than I probably should but when I do take time and listen to music I like to listen to my children yeah. you know I have all of my boys are musicians and my husband as well and they play in the praise team band at church so every week they are performing you know with the band there but recently my oldest child is a guitar player and he was featured, if you follow me on Facebook, I posted a video of him playing Carol of the Bells around Christmas time. And it just, everybody loved it and just, just uh, commented positively on that. So when I am involved in music and I have extra time to spare, it usually involves my kids. Well, and, and that in and of itself, as I'm getting uh, a little older and my kids are getting a little older and a little more involved, that takes up a lot of time. Just it does. Your kids being involved with it. It does. So I can only imagine. We um, have a lot of fun with it. And I'm glad that they enjoy music as a hobby. They could be doing a lot of other things as kids their age, but they seem to enjoy it. So we're proud of them. It's a great hobby. That. It's Less great screens, hobby. more, you know, plucking. Absolutely. Exactly right. Yeah. Yes. And then our last fun question for you here. We've asked you this before. We've talked a lot about food, uh, specifically with you, Senator. Some excellent dishes that we discussed at Neshoba. Yes. We're going to get by for some samples next time. We're, we're making a point yeah. to do that. Yes. What about any new places have you been to uh, in the last few months? So, I, you know, I am a foodie, mm -hmm. and I love to cook, and so I love to go out and eat good food also. Absolutely. When I'm in Jackson, I like the, the oldies but goodies, places like Char. But oh, I have yeah. to give a shout-out back home. There's a new restaurant opening by a friend of mine, which will be Ingram's Ooh. over in Leake County. I think it's going to be a steakhouse there on Highway 16 Ooh. going toward Philadelphia. Really excited to try that. But when I'm not eating out, when I am home on the weekends with my family, we enjoy cooking together. Uh, the 12-year-old especially, he and I came up with a fabulous shrimp bisque okay. about oh, two yes. weekends ago. It was, it was fabulous. So I do enjoy cooking with my family. Me too. I'm not very good at it, but we enjoy it nonetheless. That's right. And then what was the name? Ingram's? Ingram's. We'll have to be looking forward to that. Look Add for it, it to the list. Add it. That's right. That's for perfect. Sure. Perfect. Well, that's great. Well, Senator Branning, we always appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in. And if we don't catch up with you before, we'll see you at the fair. In, Thank uh, you. During the summer. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. All right. We'll wrap things up there. Thanks to our listeners, our viewers, for tuning in to the Extra Mile podcast. You can watch and listen to episodes by visiting goemdot.com forward slash the extra mile. Follow us on social media at Mississippi DOT is the handle there. We want to thank our producer, editor extraordinaire, Drew Hall, for holding things down behind the scenes. And remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways.